You give me your glass. I'll give you a little, yep. little bit. Whoops. Just give us a little taste. Is that about the same? Just a little more. That's about the same. Right. If you want a little more, there it is. So, here we go again, dear listener, to another delightful episode of the Savor the Burn podcast. We're pretty excited to uh, bring this one to you. My name's Jonathan. I'm your host for this <laughs> this uh, this episode. And across the table from me is Mr. W2. He is also host co-host. And uh, today we are trying the Noah's Mill small batch bourbon. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about it. This is one I was just out and about one day and up at our local liquor store, Stanley Station, and I was looking for something new. Looking you for love something. that place, don't you? I do. Yeah, they, they have a great selection. You know, when I first started going up there was when I was primarily always on the hunt for a new beer. Mm-hmm. And so I would go up there and uh, funny story, probably a full year's worth of just in and out and the the owners and the people that worked there knew me by sight mm-hmm. and one of the the ladies that worked up there thought i was stretch 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 wow huh. this, is, this is without the beard my spiky hair on top was a little longer and a little just uh-huh. a little bit more of a messier kind of a look and you know a lot of times when i go in there i'll instead of just Taking my sunglasses off, I'll just kind of click them up on on my forehead mm-hmm. or whatever. And uh, but yeah, for for the longest time, she thought I was stretch. And one day, she's she's like, "You're stretch, right? No, are are you sure? Uh, I'm pretty sure." But anyway, no, I'm yeah. not. But I will take the stretch <laughs> discount if you, if you go exactly. in my way. Take the stretch bottle of bourbon you don't have available for everybody else. But as I've gotten into the whiskeys and the bourbons, I realized that they they do a really great job of curating a good variety and selection hmm. of uh, different bourbons and and, and where is this? Right next to Johnny's. Okay, Johnny's Tavern. Mm-hmm. Is there a uh, Best Regards Bakery over there? And cafe? Nope. No? Okay. Oh, well. Now, one of the radio shows, I, I listen to Toby Tobin sometimes mm. on uh, Saturday mornings while I'm at work, swinging, swinging a paint gun. But uh, he'll have uh, Robert Dunsing from uh, MakeThemSmile.com or the uh, Best Regards Bakery and Cafe in uh, Overland Park. I guess it's Overland Park. It's not Shawnee here. And it's by and it, a Johnny's Tavern. Okay. Well, I was going to say, there is another Stanley Station uh, location way out at 150. Okay. Way out okay. in Overland Park. Yeah. But no, they, they they always have a great selection. So I was in there one day just looking for something new, something that I had not tried before, and this one kind of caught my eye. It was on sale, and uh, so I was like, yeah, sure, well, let's give it a try. Mm-hmm. It definitely was not until I got home that I realized that this is a 57.15% alcohol, which translates to 114. 114 uh, proof. 114.3 proof. 0.3. <laughs> yeah, it says here on the back of the bottle, it's like a regular wine bottle. It does bottle. look like a wine bottle. I don't, yeah. I don't always see whiskeys in, in yeah. wine bottles, so that's kind of different. It says here on the back, Noah's Mill is a bourbon of extraordinary character and smoothness not found among younger whiskeys. Its superior taste and flavor characteristics are made possible only from using the very finest quality ingredients, which is something we talk about doing, mm-hmm. uh, at the outset, along with the long years and patience necessary for nature to mellow everything to perfection. We bottle this bourbon at a strength that best accommodates its age, and we're sure you'll enjoy it like no other bourbon. Yeah, unlike a lot of the ones that we've tried recently, this one is aged four years. Four years, and you get color like that of four years? Yeah. We've tasted some that were one and two years, and we thought that they were great. 
Yeah. There was one, the the Balcones uh, yep. Texas rye was a fantastic rye. That was a one year. And that had the chocolate. That was the chocolate. And the, yeah, the chocolate rye. It had a lot going on there. Yeah, that one was fantastic. But we went into that one with no expectation because we're like, this is a one year. Right. It, it's going to be hot. Mm-hmm. The relatively the, boring the flavors are going to be flat minimal right not a lot of complexity to it that was not Boy, the case. we were wrong Way I mean, it was wrong. i mean there was espresso and chocolate and just yes. all kinds of things you would not think of when thinking about a rye whiskey mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was a hundred proof right at a hundred so it had a little bit of heat to it. Not 114. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I mean, uh, uh, it says here in the notes, the appearance is, uh, the color is a honey brown. It's uh, definitely got enough fats in it to keep it stuck to the side of the whiskey taster yeah, here from Glencairn. It is a beautiful, dark, kind of a tarnished bronze honey brown. Smells like, you know, oak and vanilla. I see that's in the notes mm-hmm. also. No, you, you were picking up on I'm the cinnamon. Picking up on the cinnamon. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. And we've tried several that had cinnamon in the tasting notes. But we didn't pick it up. we never found it. Yeah. This, this I'm I'm picking up quite a bit. Let's get it on the mouth. Let's see what's it. what. That's good. I like that a lot. That is good. That is good. I like how it um, it comes in. It's got a little, it's got some heat, of course, to be mm-hmm. expected. Mm-hmm. It's 114.3 proof. And don't forget that 0.3. How can you? It's 114.3 of it. It's got that heat. Uh, it's still got the the oakiness. It's got uh, vanilla for sure. Uh, some caramel. It's got um, definitely a, a creaminess to it. Of course, now I'm back in the finish. The finish uh, we've talked about with the other whiskeys. It's dry. Like you get a you get a mm-hmm. bunch of different flavors to it. And I guess when we're talking about whiskeys having a, a dry or not a dry finish, it's just like all or a lot of the flavors just kind of leave at once. Yeah, they kind of all have have their conclusion kind of yeah. all at once. Yeah, that's you know, a better way to put it. You know, some whiskeys kind of have one or two flavors in the profile that just kind of hang on and don't want to let go. Mm-hmm. These just kind of all come to a conclusion all at once. Yeah. And then when, once that's gone, you're stuck with the with the finish. It says here in the notes, oaky, which it is, mm-hmm. and creamy aftertaste. I would also add caramely or, or honey. Yeah, definitely. It, that's in there. It says really that good. the... Uh, uh, maturation on this is in American white oak barrels, and it is finished with a single cask. A lot of the the bourbons and whiskeys that we've tried recently have multiple different casks, so they'll spend a little bit of time in a new oak, and then they'll spend a little bit of time in a ex bourbon cask, and then they'll spend a you know some of them go to a port barrel or mm-hmm. a sherry barrel or you know something else. This just has just the single cask. Yeah, it's what it says here. Casks of bourbon are let alone for two decades before they're bottled at 114 proof in small batches. This rare treasure is blowing people's minds as it's smooth without an afterbite, uh, despite having a beastie proof. Beastie. Ex- <laughs> exceptional spicy flavors mingle with sweet and creamy aromas, and it's no surprise this small batch won double gold medal at the San Francisco World Spirits Competition in 2012, and it impressed Jim Murray so much... He gave it 93 points. High-class sorcery this is. <laughs> well, I picked this bourbon as not only a bourbon to uh, taste and, and try, mm-hmm. but I've got a cocktail in mind 
You do. Now that I'm kind of getting into this cocktail ma- making mode, I'm I'm trying to find new cocktails mm-hmm. that are and new cocktails ab- mean new ingredients. New ingredients, right? Yeah. There's the what's the word I'm looking for? The usual suspects. Okay. The, the Aromatic go-tos. bitters, uh, well, fruit b- slices. But even the, the, the cocktails, you know, your old fashioned. Oh, okay. Your whiskey sour. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to go beyond that, mm-hmm. beyond the staples of yeah. that. And yeah, as I was kind of going through here, and like you said, with new cocktails means new ingredients. So mm-hmm. I'm always trying to add new bitters to the to the arsenal. I've now got a dehydrated orange slices. Mm-hmm. Blood orange slices, Lemon. lemons, and now I have limes. And limes now. Okay. And now I have limes, yes. Okay. But this cocktail, and there was, I think there was another cocktail that I ran across that called for honey syrup. Mm-hmm. And so I got a hold of some honey syrup, and this particular one is based on honey syrup. You know, this one is bourbon, lemon juice, and honey syrup. That's it, and a sprig of fresh rosemary. That's kind of my own adding to, to it. The the, okay. the recipe that I that I ran across did not have that on there. It basically just had you garnish it with a lemon wheel at the end of it. And I was taking some photos, and I'm always trying some new angles and and new different things for for photos. And I had some some fresh rosemary in the fridge, and I was like, that might be a, a nice cool contrast. Mm-hmm. Um, for a photo. And so I put some rosemary in there and I liked it. It mm-hmm. actually added another dimension to the flavor. So Okay. Did you rub it on the rim? I just, you kinda, just dropped it in there. I just kind of smacked it on the on the, okay. the edge of the rim and then yeah, I just kind of woke up the oils a little bit yep. and then yeah. And then just drop it right on the the lemon wheel. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to trying that out cuz so, this I, this whiskey neat. It's it's stunning. It's it's absolutely fantastic. And knowing you and your love affair with honey. Right. Uh Open that bottle up right there and just, you definitely will not have to get too close to it. And uh, yeah, it has just a very strong honey wow. aroma. Wow. That's something. That's, keep, got, that's got a great color too. Yeah. Keep that out of sunlight. It's, it looks, it looks like pure honey, Yeah, but it's, uh, it's thin enough to be like a, a thicker kind of maple syrup. I'm looking forward <laughs> to trying Sorry. I had spaced out there for a second. I guess I really do have a problem with honey. <laughs> I don't just talk it up. I actually do space out thinking about it. But yeah, okay. So yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to trying that. So yeah, we're going to do a gold rush here in a few minutes. Let's, uh, let, why wait? Well, let's do it let's now. Get, let's get to let's it. Let's do it now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But uh, right now, what we have in front of us. Right now. Is this gold rush cocktail. And man, it looks cool. It, it looks good. We've got an ounce and a half of the bourbon that we just tasted. Mm-hmm. An ounce of lemon juice. An ounce of honey syrup and a sprig of fresh rosemary and a dehydrated lemon wheel. Looks good to me. Shaken and poured over a large cube. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Let's do this. Try it out. Holy shit. Right? It's got everything in it. Every You can taste everything in there. That honey syrup just changes the game, doesn't it? Yeah. But yeah, I feel my... My blood vessels in my arms are opening up. <laughs> I'm about to turn into a bear. Rawr. <laughs> I'm a bear. I'm going to go chew up a tree or something. Yeah, and the rosemary, you uh, you knocked it against the uh, the lip of the glass. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, supposedly that does something, but it damn sure does. Rosemary is a pretty dominant smelling uh, herb or, or because of the oils and, and shit. So good. This is a very good cocktail. The honey... Mixed with the lemon, makes a delightful lemonade, of course. And the, the bourbon 
the bourbon isn't lost in this. Of course, how could it be lost with a right. 114 proof? Well, and the, that's the thing, and that actually kind of plays into the reason why I chose this bourbon for mm-hmm. us to try is because it is a little bit higher proof than your typical bourbon. Yeah. And I knew that this particular cocktail brings a lot of different sweetnesses, mm-hmm. sweet and sours to and this, it. This bourbon, it already had sweet to yeah. it. It already had plenty of honey, plenty of vanilla, plenty of caramel or caramel, what, mm-hmm. you know, depending on how you want to call it. I thought caramel was the hard stuff and caramel caramel was the uh, the smooth and kind of runny. The ooey gooey. The ooey gooey stuff. <laughs> Some people will argue. That's fine. If they want to argue, send your hate mail to Jonathan at savertheburn.com. <laughs> Just email it right to me. Give me all your hate. Yeah, but uh, in my life right now, there's no room for hate because this cocktail is pure bliss. It reminds me of of how shocked I was uh, with the, um, uh, what was it, the uh, the, the Stanley Emirate. Tucci. Oh, the uh, the Scotch uh, the Scotch sour. sour. Yeah, it was it was like, I, it caught me way off guard. I had no yeah. idea how good a cocktail could be until I tried that. That was so incredible. I mean, this one is very, very similar. It's just missing the smokiness of the Scotch. Yeah, yeah. And it's still, it's got everything. It's got everything else. It's got the honey. Only this, instead of smokiness, it's got rosemary. I was so surprised at just I don't know, you know, I please forgive me, but oh, no. I'm I'm I, I'm not as versed on my honey as you are. Oh, that's fine. But, that's fine. But you know, I I thought, you know, honey syrup, simple syrup, it's all just sweet syrups. Uh-huh. But the recipe called for honey syrup, so I I found some and I bought some. Mm-hmm. And when it came in, when I, you know... The, when, that bottle's pretty huge. Did you, well, and were you expecting such a no, big-ass bottle? No, not at all. And going back to my order, yes, in the description, it says, you know, it's a 750 milliliter bottle. Mm-hmm. But I didn't look at that. When you're ordering on Amazon, you know, I just, I thought, you know, my simple syrup that I've got up there is just a small little... Little eight-ounce thing little or eight something. Ounce, right. And so I thought, you know, that's what this is going to be. It's going to yeah. be another syrup. I've got... I've got a simple syrup. I've got a grenadine syrup. Yeah. Uh, I've got uh, an orange something. And they're all these little squeeze, little eight, I think eight, 10 ounce squeeze yeah. bottles. You weren't expecting anything over twice yeah. the size and, of your regular And And the thing bottles. is, when I ordered that, I also ordered a, and I forget which bitters it was that I ordered. I think it was one of my new um, cherry bark vanilla. Cherry bark vanilla. Wow. Which we will try at some point, but. I just assumed, hey, the, I roughly the same I we put some out ones. on a coaster and we do a line of it right now. <laughs> <laughs> but this bottle came in there and I was like, holy gosh, this thing is huge. I guess I'm going to have to uh, get on these cocktails. And I made this gold rush and I was just like, holy smokes. The honey syrup, mm-hmm. it, it has all the sweetness, but that honey flavor is so, so different than any simple syrup. It definitely is. Yeah, simple syrup is made and a out whole of new level sugar. of complexity to the yeah. flavor that it brings. Yeah, I prefer to use honey as a sweetener over over you know white sugar or or brown sugar. And it makes sense, you know. I I, I love uh, green teas. Yeah, and green tea and honey. Yeah, is the only way to to sweeten your green tea. Right. I can't remember and, and last so, time I used actual. Yes. Yeah, so you know, I sugar cane sugar in tea. It should not surprise me because mm-hmm. that's just, you know, that's one of those things I don't think about. It's like if I'm having green tea, I'm putting honey in it. Yeah. 
So good. Yeah, so this is is honey syrup syrup just basically honey and water? Yeah, I, I forget I think it's like a, a five to one um oh, wow. or, or something like that. Okay. It'd have to be five parts honey because it, it's still pretty thick. Maybe it is, yeah. Or maybe it's three to one. Just or... thinking ratios and whatever. My my brain doesn't math well. <clears throat> but I, I can say that you put uh four ingredients together. Well, I mean, five, including the, the ice. You got a, an ice cube. Like, it's a big-ass cube. Mm-hmm. I like those. I like the, the cube and the, and the big, you know, square, heavy-bottom uh, cocktail glass, too. Looks It looks good. Hell of a presentation. Yeah. Hell of a cocktail. Hell of a taste. When I first made one of these and I put the, the rosemary sprig on there, like I said, I put it in there because I wanted a little bit of that green contrast mm-hmm. uh, for a photo op. But then I tasted it, and you you immediately get that splash of rosemary right yeah. off right off the top of it, and it adds a completely new layer to it that yeah. goes very well with it. I wonder if there is a next level to this. We've talked about using uh, those little smokers mm. and adding you know smoke like if you do a, smoked, do a smoked gold rush. Oh you, man! If you smoke the glass, uh-huh. right, uh-huh. and then hit it with the rosemary. Mm-hmm. And then do this same exact cocktail. I wonder how amazing that would be. I think we need to. Check but that I don't out. know which wood you would want to use. Would you use hickory, apple wood, cherry wood? Yeah, I'm not sure. Because um, like when it, when it comes to aging them uh, in the in the different barrels, American white oak mm-hmm. or um, you know uh, French oak or English oak, whatever, I can't tell the difference as far as taste goes. But when they when it comes to eating food that has been smoked. Sure. In those different woods, it's like, holy smokes, this does taste different. Yeah, I know I've got a hickory, a cherry, and a walnut. Walnut. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. I've got a little smoker kit, and it's got uh, four different, I almost said flavors. It's got four different types of uh, wood chips in it. I I have watched smoke cocktail videos, some of them where they smoke, they put the ice cube in there, and they smoke the glass before they pour anything in there. Okay. And then they, they smoke they it. They smoke the ice, too. They smoke the ice. Okay, okay. The ice, you know, because the the, the coldness of the ice cube draws and pulls the smoke down and, and into there. the glass and holds it into the glass. And then when they take the top off of there and then strain pour mm-hmm. the cocktail on top of it, the smoke kind of comes up, but then it keeps it hugged nice and tight with the cocktail. Oh, wow. But I've seen other ones where you make the full cocktail, you then put the top on, and then smoke the whole cocktail. If you're if, looking for a light smoke flavor, I'm sure, I'm sure that's probably the way to go. Yeah. But the way I've you, done you, it I was talking times. about just, just smoking the damn glass, but what you talked about made a lot more sense. There's a lot more surface area to cover, so there'd be a lot better infusion of the smoke flavor into the uh, into the cocktail. I've done it a couple times so far, and I'm excited about the the weather warming up, uh-huh. taking things out to the to the back patio, yeah, and really kind of <laughs> experimenting with the, the smoker and and trying different things and and doing it more regularly. The couple that I've done so far seem to give it an, a quick initial smoky flavor. But then it kind of evaporates a little bit. Did you smoke it into the ice? The couple times that I've done it, I've done the full cocktail. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how all that would even play out. I'm sure. That, I mean, what if you smoke the ice the, that you put in the shaker before you shake it? 
Yeah, I don't you know? know. And like and and not smoke any of the, any of the the cocktail glass or the or whatever. Or what if you smoked the um, the chips the. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. The fruit slice, dehydrated uh, fruit slices. I've also watched a couple uh, videos lately or where the they, rosemary, where they take the dehydrated uh, fruit slices and then they put a little bit of brown sugar on there and then use the torch to actually yeah uh, to torch it a little bit and get a little bit of caramelized of you know caramelize that sugar onto there, Man. which I'm also. Very, very excited to try. Was that on the dehydrated? Uh-huh. Fr- okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So it would kind of rehydrate and caramelize, and caramelize yep. at the same time. Oh, it's going to get all sciencey up in here. Dear it, listener. It's going to be a good year. I don't know if you're in for a treat, <laughs> but I'm in for a treat. W2's in for a treat. Uh, we didn't do a, a one to ten on the oh, uh, Noah's no, Milk. No, we did not. What a, so, I mean, since now that we've had the whiskey, uh, we've, we've had a couple... A couple pours, a couple mouths on it, and uh, enjoyed it. We can and made a cocktail with it. Uh, now I think we've got a full rounded view as to what it is and what it's capable of doing. Yeah, and so on a one to ten, and, and honestly, where this, would you put it this time round? Because we kind of just went right on into the cocktail. We did, like you said, we have a much fuller, rounder picture. Yeah, Whew. like it's cool to look at a car and be like, "That's a cool looking car." But, but like you drive it. you have no idea what it can do or right. what it can't do right. you know like does it you know swerve in in the when you when you bank hard does it mm-hmm. does it fish tail mm-hmm. what does it do does it stay locked on the pavement you know whatever anyway yeah. that's a stupid <laughs> fucking analogy but still <laughs> but uh yeah so now that now that we've had it by itself we know what it can do by itself and we know what it can do as it as it works with a team mm-hmm. maybe that'll factor into it should we evaluate these things pre-cocktail i'm gonna give you two numbers okay so my first number is just our neat pour neat pour yeah let's hear let's hear the neat pour so i've got my number i thoroughly enjoyed this i did too and i'm thinking back and and all of my ratings have been rather stingy i i I feel but i'm still gonna give this one a seven and a half seven and a half Uh i'm gonna hit the mark real close to you with at an eight okay yeah, even even at 114 proof, which is usually like holy shit, that's hot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is this hits so many marks on on what I enjoy in a in a in a whiskey or in a bourbon as a cocktail. As a cocktail, specifically yeah. as a gold rush, that seven and a half now becomes an eight and a half. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know what would make it ten. As much as I love that Stanley Tucci uh, Scotch sour, like I thought that was the new standard yeah. for cocktails fucking period and it was until i had this one this one is the new standard uh for uh you know lemony whatever mm-hmm, kind of cocktail mm-hmm. so okay so yeah so uh by itself neat mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. it's a solid eight solid maybe yeah. even eight and a half like but i'll just stick with eight just because fucking why not yeah right? so <laughs> but uh this cocktail featuring the noah's mill small batch bourbon uh the uh the gold rush cocktail uh, the actually, it's not even the Golden Rush cocktail. It's the Savor the Burn version of the Gold Rush cocktail because the, the original recipe didn't have fresh rosemary. Right. And it actually, there is no standard recipe. It varies, right? Sure. So, 
Uh, yeah, as I started looking through some of the... It's like uh, every time I try to make a point, I devil's advocate myself, <laughs> and I, I'm like, I stuck, and I reevaluate, well, and I try and, to clarify. You know, when I when I pull these cocktail recipes, I don't like just finding the first recipe that I come across and then just running with it. And so I always cross-reference and look for a handful of different ones yeah. and, and compare to see where the differences were. And I saw a handful of ones that had a... 0.75 ounce lemon uh, juice, 0.75 honey syrup. I had had one that I saw that was two full ounces of bourbon and a full ounce and a full ounce of lemon juice and, and honey syrup. And I went with this one because I felt like with the 114 proof, going with the ounce and a half... And then a full ounce of our lemon juice and our honey syrup, instead of cutting those down as well, the sweetness and the sourness pushed up a little bit and then bring your bourbon down just a little bit helps them kind of find at 114 proof like you said yeah 114 it needed to come down it just had to it is right smack in the middle of the damn goldilocks zone so like i i mean it was a it was i had a standard and now i have a new standard i mean i would have put the 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 original standard at a nine but this has to be a new standard so does that put the old and we can do quarters we don't have to just do halves so if you want to do a quarter you're right yeah i could do i could do quarters so if the if the old standard was a nine that, yeah, this would be nine point two five. You can just nine and a quarter. Inch it out of first place. <laughs> yeah, I'll just throw it at nine and a half. I can't. I want to give it a ten because I can't imagine a better cocktail. But and that's my problem too. I have to is, leave. I have to leave room for the possibility. Yeah. So you know, I I, I find myself feeling like I'm I'm stingy with with all my ratings, mm-hmm. and it's because in in my head. I keep telling myself there's something else out there better, and so I'm leaving that headroom at the top of of the rating. Yeah. For what else is gonna come? What else are we gonna uncover? Yeah. What else are we gonna, gonna stumble into on this journey? And, yeah. And and so I. Well, what a journey alluded. it is. Yeah. Like we were talking about this earlier, like, uh, and it seems like a reoccurring theme on the on the on the podcast. We're just ever thankful that we even started this thing. Yeah. Because we we keep trying out new bourbons and. Whiskies and, and 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 scotches, and it opens the the door. Not so much a floodgate, but it, it opens the door to an entire whole new world. Bring some <laughs> some Disney into it, but uh, it, it it opens the the door to 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 new new things and new experiences and new cocktails. And yeah. like if you if you made this with uh, West Bottoms Whiskey Company with with their with their bourbon, it would not be the same thing. If you made it with the Blackened or the uh, Slipknot Number Nine or yeah. you know uh, Lead Slingers, you know if you made it with any of those, it'd be a completely di- completely different bourbon. It'd probably be too sweet and too lemony if you made yep. Uh, yep. this Gold Rush with these uh, proportions with the uh, with the with the ingredients. It'd be messed up. You'd have to drop the the honey syrup. You'd have to drop the lemon. Because it's just those other as good as they are by themselves, they're not, they're not as hot, they're not as uh, uh, as strong in, in proof. But all that aside, you know, reoccurring theme. What I'm really enjoying about this podcast uh, again is each one of these offerings. You can get in the in the in the rut of thinking like, ah, you've had a bourbon, you've had a bourbon, right? Absolutely. You know, like okay, so it's oaky, so it's kind of vanilla y. Maybe it's got some caramel. Ooh, fucking big whoop, but. Yeah, the 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 more time we spend uh, trying out these different 
uh, bourbons, the more I, I see how each one of these things is unique mm-hmm. in their own mm-hmm. little way. Each one pushes in a different direction. Yeah. With with a whole different flavor profile. Yeah. You know, a lot of them have the same reoccurring theme. A lot mm-hmm. of them have the same caramel, the same vanilla, the same oaky. Yeah. And then a few other things here and there. Yeah. But just like what we talked about with the cocktails, a lot of these cocktails have the exact same ingredient list, but it's how you put them together and yeah. and all the different variations on that that distinguish one cocktail yeah. or one bourbon from another bourbon. It's like, do you shake them in the shaker with ice uh, right. and pour it directly into a glass, or do you shake it with no ice and then add ice? Or do you stir it? Then- to or not anger the spirits. Don't want to anger those spirits. <laughs> I certainly wouldn't want to anger this spirit from uh, Noah's Mill. So good. No, no. I mean, by itself, it's just like, I, I couldn't imagine what this spirit would do to you if it were angered. Because it, it's so good the way it is. It's so bold and upfront. Mm-hmm. And um, it has the courtesy to come in and, and smack you around a little bit and then be the dry finish or, you know, the dry finish and, and just back off and let you be. And I don't know if we mentioned it or it's not. It's not a I, demon. It's not going to possess you and right? ruin your fucking life. <laughs> I'm sure we mentioned it, but just to reiterate, this Noah's Mill is a Kentucky bourbon. Yeah. So, so it is it is produced in the state of Kentucky, which allows it to be classified as a Kentucky straight bourbon. I'm not sure if we did mention that. Might yeah, have, I, might not have. Yeah, I, I was just I, thinking I about know. that. We we kind of skipped all through and talking about the 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 tasting notes and. I read that second paragraph. But yeah, this is a Kentucky bourbon. Yeah, it says here, first paragraph, uh, Noah's Mill is a wonderful blockbuster creation of the Willett Distillery, a small batch and rare sort of bourbon. It pays homage to early pioneers of Kentucky uh, after the Revolutionary War. So you got quite a bit of history there. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, who began distilling excess corn into precious bourbon. My precious. <laughs> Noah's Mill carries uh, different bourbons into a holy matrimony. A holy matrimony of balanced and unparalleled depth and complexity. Sure, fancy words are thrown around, but you'll know what we mean when you try it. And boy, howdy. I, I do. I definitely do know what they mean when, when you try it. You know, with, with as much corn as it says, like, it's... It, you, they they began distilling with excess corn, which is you know where a lot of whiskeys came from is, is corn whiskeys. But um, I'm not I any time that we've we've tasted hmm. this tonight, I never pulled off any no, corn. I didn't no pull, corn notes. I didn't pull any corn notes. Maybe that's where some of that sweetness came from, and we just yeah. didn't recognize yeah. it. Maybe had somebody written it down, our minds would have reverse <laughs> engineered that. Yeah, I can cut a taste of corn. I mean, it's definitely not as much corn as. Uh, that Slipknot number nine and Guar doing a review right of that Guar that Guar oh, <laughs> that was man. so fantastic yeah we don't pour this into a glass you just drink it straight from the bottle it, dude, he took some hard pulls off of that thing he's like this, this is gonna fuck you up <laughs> it's like God bless America yeah it's gonna fuck you up love Guar yeah Guar Guar is always Guar and it's always spelled with capital letters fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love it. Look this up real quick, see if I Yeah, it's just it's on their 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 Instagram. It's one of their uh one of their reels. Yeah. On there. Look that up. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe we'll post it. Uh when this episode airs, we'll uh we'll be like, This is what we were talking about, dear listener, whatever. Do you have any final uh final thoughts on the on the bourbon or on the cocktail? 
I have done this gold rush a handful of times over the last few weeks. Yeah. And I get a picture every time. Hands down. Yes, you do. <laughs> of course. I got to share. Yeah, right. Depend- <laughs> I, yeah, no kidding, man. Whiskey was in bourbon, whatever. These, these spirits were meant for sharing. Yeah. Out of all the different bourbons that I've paired with a gold rush, this is this is my favorite. Your favorite? Yeah. Yeah. Th- this one paired very, very well with a gold rush. It's definitely the, the best gold rush I've ever had. I don't know if I've had another gold rush, but <laughs> I mean, this is definitely the... I've said it before, it's a new standard for me as far as the gold rushes go. But uh, yeah, th- this cocktail is, is amazing. The the whiskey from Noah's Mill, this uh, Kentucky uh, straight bourbon whiskey, it's uh, it's right up there, man. It, it's it's 100% really good. So if you're looking for, if you're not afraid of a, of a higher proof whiskey, higher proof is like 100 or above, to me personally. Right. So like if you're looking for any any higher proof whiskey, just to just to try and and or if you're a fan of or you're not afraid to try it, well, and definitely it, try this because it doesn't retail for doesn't is doesn't a word doesn't doesn't <laughs> what the fuck that's my Midwest coming out the uh, if it doesn't uh, I mean it doesn't retail for for a whole lot it's sixty bucks. Yeah, you know, for for this bottle of uh, I almost said wine of this bottle of um, well, uh, and whiskey. and to, to to compare, your Blanton's is ninety three proof. Uh huh. Elijah Craig is ninety four proof, and those are the only two that I actually have committed to memory. Uh huh. But we're at one hundred fourteen. Yeah. With this one, so it's definitely a, a a little bit more proof to it than your your standards. Yeah, we've tried a few that were right at a hundred, maybe mm-hmm. hundred and ten. You know, some of the uh, the younger uh, whiskeys and, and, and bourbons that we've tried are are usually past a hundred, either yeah, at yep. or or past. This one, it I mean, it was aged for two decades. Right there, casks of bourbon are let alone for two decades. Before they're bottled at 114 proof, hmm. I can't leave anything alone for two decades. Like 20 years is a long time to leave anything alone. I can, I guess, I can do that with my 401k. <laughs> I wish my ex-wife would have left it alone. Ha! Oh! Ah. Anyway, so <laughs> it was only half dead by the time she was done with it. I want half Eddie. <laughs> Ooh, I almost snorted. Yeah, so this is uh, this is a great. I, I think it's a great bourbon. I, I gave it an eight. You gave it a seven and a half. We we. I don't I don't know if we've ever come within a half a point in our ratings. It's usually like a full point and yeah, beyond. Yeah. Yeah. This uh, this cocktail knocks it out of the park. It's. Um, I, I would definitely buy this again. Uh, ten out of ten would recommend. Three out of five stars wouldn't change a thing. Hail Nimrod. I would definitely definitely do this again so uh dear listener if you're looking for a uh an, a new to you and interesting kentucky straight bourbon to try it's definitely good i uh, i would i uh, would definitely recommend it now i might end up buying a, a bottle of this for myself at some point i don't i don't know if i could squirrel it away hide it in my in my coat that i didn't bring stuff it under my shirt <laughs> i wouldn't do that anyway but um yeah I, i'm definitely uh gonna be in the market for it especially after having this damn cocktail with it and the rosemary, man, I'm I'm planting that in my garden this year for sure. Oh man, if you do that, you're gonna have to uh, bring some over for cocktails. Yeah, yeah, fresh ingredients, good ingredients, uh, <laughs> better cocktails, <laughs> Papa John's. But <laughs> <laughs> you go, you gotta, whew, good times. This shit is strong. 
But yeah, you, um, uh, I, I would 100% uh, recommend this and, and share it with your friends. So, dear listener, please uh, check us out, savortheburn.com, the ever-changing uh, website. The uh, uh, new cocktails, new bourbons and whiskeys and, and, uh, and scotches are always being uploaded into the, uh, the liquor cabinet. Uh, thanks to Mr. W2. And uh, uh, keep checking us out on all podcast apps, including but not limited to Spotify, Audible, Apple Podcasts, Google, Samsung, many, many more on socials, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. Just search us for Savor the Burn or at Savor the Burn. Email the Savor the Burn podcast, info at savortheburn.com. Uh, you can email me personally if you think I'm total jackass or if i'm the coolest dude ever nothing in between it's got to be one of those extremes jonathan at savertheburn.com mr w2 how do they get a hold of you w2 at savertheburn.com damn skippy so no matter who you're emailing or whom you're emailing uh and no matter what you're doing or who you're with whom you're with don't forget dear listener to keep keep on burning. burning